The Old Pre-Meds Podcast is part of the MedEd Media Network at mededmedia.com. This is the Old Pre-Meds Podcast, session number 68. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. And welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host for today and every day, every week here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. If you are new here, thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen. We take questions directly from the oldpremeds.org forms and answer them here on the podcast. If you are not familiar with old premeds, it is exactly what the name says, old premeds. Now, old is a relative term. You could be a 23-year-old old premed, or you can be a 40 or 50 or even 60-year-old old premed. Old, in this case, means non-traditional pre-med student. And so if you are a non-traditional pre-med student, you are welcome here. Even if you're a traditional one and we happen to be answering a question that you're interested in, I'm glad you are here. Let's go ahead and jump into today's question about a student who's asking about postbacks and choosing a postback based on prestige or worrying about picking one of two postbacks and picking one that may be looked down upon or looked less at based on the name. And so let's go ahead and read this question. I'm having a hard time deciding between Fordham or Hunter for my postback. While Hunter is cheaper, I do not want to get caught up in their bad bureaucracy or have to take an extra semester because I couldn't get a class seat. Additionally, I cannot apply to Hunter until January versus my Fordham admissions rep said, saying he would process my application in two weeks and I can start this summer. It's more risky applying to Hunter and I don't want to delay my goals for a year on the chance I might get in or I might not get in. Fordham's night and weekend classes would hugely free up my schedule for shadowing volunteering while letting me study during my peak hours as a morning person, Hunter seems to offer more resources, guest lectures, advising. Both programs offer committee letters. My biggest fear is Fordham won't be prestigious enough and harm my application. Is my final GPA truly what med schools care most about? All right, so I know this comes up a lot when parents and students are trying to decide what undergrad university to go to when non-trads are trying to decide what postback to go to when students are applying to medical schools and worrying about the medical school name about and and how that will affect your residency so this is a never ending cycle of is it good enough and let me answer that question with a very simple Yes, it is good enough. When you look at medical schools and you look at where they are accepting students from, they are accepting students from all over the country and world. 
And they are taking students from community colleges. They're taking students from rural liberal arts schools. They're taking students from, obviously, the big names like Harvard and, and elsewhere. Did you know, and it's, it's sheerly based on numbers here, that the University of Florida, which is my alma mater, they have one of the largest state schools in the country. And they typically, year in and year out, produce the most medical school matriculants every year. It's a, it's a state school. It's a well-known state school, but it's also a huge state school. Maybe that's why they're well-known. It's not necessarily known for the academics, quite the contrary. It's usually ranked in the top for party schools, uh, but it's, it's a great school that produces a lot of students. It's not the name of the institution that schools are going to be judging you by. Are there some medical schools that look at it? Sure. Are there some admissions committee members that have some biases? Sure. But that shouldn't be the driving factor in your decision. The driving factor should be everything else that this student talked about, about how it works with the rest of his schedule or her schedule, how it fits with their internal clock. This person is saying they're a morning person. And so having those night and weekend classes would be better for that. So that's how you should be judging these things, not the prestige of the institution. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast at all. I know I say it on the pre-med years often. And if you don't listen to the pre-med years, you need to. It's a mandatory. Um, I'm requiring you to go listen to that now. You can, you can find all of the podcasts that I do at mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D media.com. But the pre-med years, I talk a lot about choosing a school that will make you great, not choosing a great school. Because just because the school has a great name attached to it doesn't mean that you will flourish there. You need to choose a school that will help you be great, let you shine. And that's, as Forrest Gump says, actually, it's not Forrest Gump, it's his, his buddy, I forget his name, when he says, that's all I got to say about that. That is all I have to say about this topic. If you have a question, like I said, go to oldpremeds.org, sign up for an account. It is free, and we will hopefully answer your question here on the podcast. I know I always say we, I don't know why I do, because it's just me here, but I enjoy being here every week for you. Go listen to all the other podcasts we're doing over at mededmedia.com. Have a great week, and we'll catch you next week here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.